everybody, and welcome to our first episode of 2023. This is Mindful Mystics. I am Karen Frazier. With me, as always, my good pal, Chucky G, and Cheryl Knight-Wilson. Hey, guys. Hey, Karen. Am I your good pal, too? You are my good pal. (laughs) Hey, quit stealing my thunder, man. What's going on? (laughs) You're my, you know what? You are, you are my partner in crime. I feel like most of the time. I I love that title. Yeah. Like when we spend time together, you are up to do things. And I love that about you. So yes, yes. There you go. You made it all right. It's good to have a partner in crime. Yes, it does. Yes, it is. That's that's all I'm saying. I just, all I just, right. Go this ahead. just, this just dawned on me that this is the first one of 2023. I don't know why. If yeah. I had that, I would have brought one of those little horns or something. Happy New Year thing. Or something. Yeah, <laughs> Happy New Year. So here's Woo-hoo. the thing. Our last yeah. podcast we did, I think, was with the was it with um the, destination the fear destination fear yeah and mm-hmm. they just yeah. had their last episode on Friday. Yep. So we have gone an entire season of Destination Fear (laughs) without doing a podcast. We've we've been a little busy. Um, We have we've all been a little busy. We have not forgotten you. We love you. We just you know life gets away from us sometimes. Cheryl and I both have incredibly demanding jobs, Mm -hmm. and um, plus. We're, we did what we're going to talk about today, which unfortunately Chuck wasn't with us, but Cheryl and I went to Sedona together. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, plus anything else we feel like talking about. But I thought before we started chatting about our trip, mm-hmm. I um, would, I wanted to ask, are you guys New Year's resolution people? Uh, I'm not, no. Not, right. not so much. I mean, I've made some in the past, but no, not really. No, I'm not either. So we are plunging into 2023 with absolutely no goals or aspirations. Folks. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you that's know why? Roll. That's the way you do it. <laughs> it is man. because we are perfectly happy, just the way we are. Yes, we are I agree. delightful. Yes, we are I all agree. delight. so cheryl and i uh just before christmas the week before christmas cheryl and i had a family's trip to sedona where they flew in from tennessee and we flew in from washington state jim and i and it was cheryl and chad and her son Corey. and um, we were there for a week and i just i go to sedona a couple times a year as y'all know and so I love to show it to new people and I always love to know what new people think of it because it's a very special place to me. Um, And so I'm always curious about like the energy and what you notice and what you feel. So Cheryl, what do you think of Sedona? We haven't talked by the way, you guys, since we were in Sedona together, we got so sick of each other. No, we just, (laughs) we've both been just Cheryl went on and traveled for another seven days or so a little longer and we came home and I just plunged into work. So, yeah, Karen, I'm not, I wasn't sick of you. I miss you dearly. Oh, <laughs> Come on. You miss most of us. I miss, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I freaking loved Sedona, Arizona. Okay. Um, it was amazing. It was uh, all of our first trips being my husband, Chad, my son, Corey. And myself, it was our first trip to Sedona. Um, and <laughs> excuse me, my son lives in Phoenix. And so we picked him up. We went over to Sedona, met up with Jim and Karen at the most amazing Airbnb in the oh, history of Airbnbs. That place was uh, like, I have stayed in some nice Airbnbs over the years. And this was the best Airbnb I have ever stayed in. And that includes the Airbnb that we stayed in in Sedona about a year ago that had an amethyst fireplace. Oh, I would love to see that one, though, really. I mean. Yeah, it's almost impossible to get. And my guess is this one will become almost impossible to get to. Darn it. I I, I think we only got it because it was, what, off season, I guess? It was was off season and a new listing. Yeah, so it was amazing. Uh, we had a view from the living room, a big, huge window view of the Red Rocks, whatever those were out in the distance. It was just amazing. Um, 
so I was so glad that um, that you guys met up with us there and showed us around because you guys are the experts of Sedona and you took us everywhere. It's an amazing place. I want to move there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want to live there, but it's expensive. So yes. uh, maybe close to Sedona. I yes. don't know. But yes. Well, that no. would be awesome if we if we all wound up in Arizona. Yes. That would yeah, be amazing. I, then we could be partners my, in crime more than a couple times a year. Yeah, exactly. My son really is dying for us to move to Arizona. And I tell you, I I I never I'm not a desert person or I oh, thought I, I am. Wasn't. I love the desert. Dad loves the desert. I thought I wasn't a desert person until I went to Sedona. And now I am a desert person. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, northern Arizona is a little different than like down in Phoenix, right? Um, yeah, and I have to be honest, I had been, I had stayed over in Flagstaff um, a few years back, and I absolutely loved Flagstaff. So yeah. I mean, that's more mountainous area, but yeah, uh, Flagstaff is beautiful. It's also very expensive. So speaking yes. of Flagstaff, where else did we go? We went to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and that was your first time there too, right? My, yep. It, Chad and I had never been there before. My son had been there before. Um, but it was our first time there. Um, we spent about half a day because we were kind of in a hurry. It but was also very cold and snowy. It was cold and snowy. Someone in our little group fell on the ice. I won't say who. No, I, I don't know who either. I wonder who that was. It was um, not anybody that rhymes with Farron. <laughs> you had to think about that one, didn't you? <laughs> you know, here and I have this ongoing competition about who falls more. No. <laughs> Who's winning? I, have to say, I think it's Cheryl. This trip I won. I fell on my ass at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Luckily, I was nowhere near the ledge because I would have gone sliding right off. But oh my God. Um, no, yeah, it was snowy and icy. It was beautiful, but I did fall and I didn't break anything. So I call that a win. You know, yes, there you go. Yes. I, well, you know, it was good. A lot of people, when they think of Arizona, they actually think that Arizona is like Phoenix, all of Arizona, right. and so it's warm all year round. So, we were at like the Grand Canyon last year in early March, and it was uh, similar to our, our trip a little less snow um, than the one in December, but still snow. And there were people running around in shorts because they just had no idea that they thought Arizona. There's no snow. No. Air, Northern Arizona, y'all, gets snow. Lots of snow. Oh, yeah. It so, was amazing. It yes. was beautiful. Yes. I mean, woo, it was so, I I, I mean, as far as, um, you know, the, the beauty of the landscape and the surroundings, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can beat it. I, yeah, it's, it's just such a beautiful place. So I am really, what I'm even more curious about and um, that I want you to talk about, I know your answers because I was there with you, is the energy. We did some, we did some vortex, some vortex, I mean, let's be honest, we did some vortex climbing because yeah. you have to climb to get to all of them, <laughs> yes. but we did it. So we did it. I, I, I'm curious what you thought, except for one, one of them, we looked and we were like, no, because we have to come back down that. <laughs> <laughs> the going up didn't phase me. It was the idea of coming back down with no protection. So, yeah. 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 And it was a little icy in spots. So yeah. anyway, uh, what did you think of vortexes? And, and, and do you think there's something to them? Right. Um, we, you know, I had a, a lot of expectations going to these vortexes, as you know. Um, I wanted to fully experience the power of the vortexes because I've heard so much about them, about how transformational, how powerful they are. And I was all in on these vortexes. And we went to a few, quite a few of them. And um, Karen, you, you're more of an expert. I'll let you talk about them in a minute. But I, you know, as you know, because you were there, the first one we went to was Airport Vortex. Yeah, and that was the one we didn't go all the way to the top because coming well, we back up. back down was, we were we very close, up. but yeah. Um, so 
you know, Chad immediately, I mean, even just approaching it, you know, the area, he had an immediate reaction to Vortex, to the Vortex there. And he's, he's a lot more sensitive than I am. But um, so I was jealous because he experienced it first. <laughs> but let me just speed up to the end. So we went to all these Vortexes over, you know, the course of about five days. And I felt nothing. I felt the beauty of the place, but I didn't feel the energy of a vortex until the final day with well, the day before we were leaving the next morning, we came to a vortex called Boynton Canyon. Did I get that right? Boynton pass. Boynton pass. And it was the last one we were going to, it was quite a little journey or maybe it was the second to the last one we went to actually. Um, it was quite a journey to the to this little top of the of the little mountain there where the vortex was. And a couple of times along the way, I'm like, I'm not, I can't go on. <laughs> you know, I can't continue. I'm gonna wait here for you guys. But then I kept looking at the top and I and then I kept pushing on. No, I am gonna do it. So I so I kept changing my mind. And at one point, not quite at the top, but getting close, it hit me. I yeah. felt it, I felt the vortex. I felt mm -hmm. the energy and I was so ecstatic because up until that point, I thought I'm not going to experience anything. You know, I'm not going to feel the energy. I'm not going to feel the powers of a vortex. Right. Um, but then I finally did at this, at this Boynton pass and it was so cool. It just, you know, the energy kind of flowed through me. And at that point, you know, I was going straight up to the top, which we all made it to the top. It was amazing. It was breathtaking. And I experienced the vortex powers. Yay. Yeah, that was a very strong vortex. It was. Yeah, it really and you was. could feel it even away from it. You know, I was wondering, Karen, I didn't really talk to you about this yet, but I do you think I built up my expectations so high in the beginning that it was blocking any type of natural experience I had. And by the end, I, my expectations were pretty much gone at that point. Yeah, and also you were tired because that was a hell of a hike. I was tired. Yeah, it was I, It was as much of a climb as it was a hike. Yes, it was a yeah. climb, a rocky climb. And I think maybe that freed up something inside me to just experience what was happening and not expect yeah. something to happen. So my experience of you um, in the past is that you often have a belief that you're not going to feel something or that you're going to be able to explain it away. And you have an expectation that it's going to be this amazing transformational experience. And that's with haunted things too, because I've seen you do it in other places, haunted places that you've been and haunted places that I've been with you too that yeah. and so you're always and so i think that there's a belief um that like that's something that karen and chuck do that's not yeah. something that i do is feel and experience those things and i think that that does limit you yeah i you know i'm all for for doing and experiencing i love that yeah you know, i've had many personal experiences do i do i think i'm psychic like you and chuck no but, do, but I think everybody has a little bit of psychic within them. It's just the level, the strength of that, you know, psychic energy or psychic ability. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, yeah, I'm like not at that level that you guys are at and or Chad is at. And so I feel like while I do like to try and look for a normal explanation for something, I also have an open mind that you can't explain everything. And yeah. so I want, that's what I want. That's what I'm looking for. Actually. I'm looking for that experience where it is metaphysical. It is paranormal. It's yes. not explained by natural science. I totally, what you were saying is true to, mm -hmm. to a degree. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that I, I limit myself because I do those things that you said. I think that, yeah. well, I'm not going to experience it or I'm not capable of experience it, experiencing yeah. it, that kind of thing. So, yeah. And also, and Chuck, Chuck might agree with me on this. Hmm. 
when you're looking for the big in your face thing, often yep. what it is, the big in your face things are very rare. They're few and far between. The rest is incredibly subtle and you have to learn to recognize, understand and tune into it. What do you think, Chuck? I, I would agree to that. Um, I think that what, what Cheryl's talking about is um, when you when you set your expectations for something, you automatically limit your ability to be open to whatever. You know, if you were just ego too, comes in. Yeah, right. If you just allow yourself to say, okay, well, I'm just going to let whatever happens happen and just go through the motions of the day. And, you know, you're, you, you know where you're at and everything, but don't have any preconceived notions. Don't be looking for anything. You'll find you're going to be more open in the tune and probably pick up on those things. It's sort of like when you're looking for signs. If you're looking all over for mm -hmm. signs all the time, you're never going to see them because you're too busy having this preconceived notion or visual of this is what it has to be, or this is what it got to look like yeah. versus just being open, you know, just being open to yourself and just allowing whatever to come in to come in. And all of a sudden you'll start picking up on stuff. You'll start feeling stuff. You'll be like, wow, this is kind of cool. And then you can yeah. start paying attention to it as it's coming in. And then it becomes this really wonderful experience. And then the small things become big things But I yes. can tell you about like that expectation and having it needing it to be a certain way. I have a friend, uh, won't say their name, but they were going through something in their life and they were asking me, well, you know, but how do I know if this is the right path? And I said, well, you ask for a sign and you can even ask for a specific sign. And they were like, okay, well, then I'm going to ask for a butterfly. And it was like, not in the summer. It was not butterfly season. I was <laughs> like, fabulous. And so... Um, a couple of days later, I was talking to them again. And I said, I said, so you saw your butterfly because I had this sense that they had seen their butterfly. And they said mm -hmm. to me, um, no, no, I didn't get my sign. And I said, no, you did. And they said, well, I saw a half a butterfly, but that didn't count. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, there's, that's a perfect story for a preconceived notion. Because like yeah. you were saying, there's no butterflies in the winter, but there could be a sign that has a butterfly. You'd be watching a commercial and butterflies are flying around. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, someone's talking about butterflies, you know, anything like that. That is the sign. You just have to be open to paying attention to, you know, being mindful of everything, you know, in order to catch it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think the answer, Cheryl, is yes. I think that you do have expectations. And some of the vortex energy is very subtle there. Um, yeah. it's not subtle to me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Chad, but, or yeah. Chad, but I'm incredibly sensitive to it. But you know, Jim used to say all the time, Look, I'm about as psychic as a rock or a brick wall or something like that. And we've been many places where he has felt vortex energy stronger than me, and that's not just at Sedona in Sedona. Um, there are other places. There's a place up on Vancouver Island, as a matter of fact, that he really wants to get back to. Uh, we were there a couple of years ago in 2020, right before COVID started, as a matter of fact, that he really wants to get back to because he had this incredibly powerful experience there. Um, and we just haven't had a chance to go because when you go to Canada, they make you take a COVID test. So, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go to Shoppers Drug Mart when we, last time I went to Canada and take a COVID test because I was randomly selected and we had to like go way out of our way and stuff. And then I spent the whole time we were in Canada worried that for some odd reason it would be positive and they were going to call me and I was going to be forced to like stay in Calgary or something, you know, so <laughs> very <laughs> stressful. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, so, and it may, ex you may experience it differently than me. So when you yeah. felt that vortex at Boynton Pass, what did you feel? Um, you know, I was really tired by the time we almost hit the top. And yeah, it was lack of oxygen. We're yeah, old fat right. ladies. We were, <laughs> we were old fat ladies climbing a mountain. I mean, so, oh you know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So... It was just like I walked into just a blob of energy that just went through my body and vibrated. And it was so uplifting that I'm like, I'm going to the top, you know, let's go. I was invigorated. 
I had all this energy and I knew it was different because of how strong it was. Like I wasn't imagining it in my head. You know, it was, it was almost tangible in a way because it literally invigorated my whole body, my whole mind. And up to the top we went, you know, um, yep. it was, it was an amazing feeling. Yep. And I will say we were all a little cranky that day. Yeah, um, we were. Because <laughs> we had, well, so we had gone to try to do something um, that Jim was like, oh, to go to the Hanaki ruins. Yeah. And which are these, uh, these indigenous uh, cliff kind of cliff dwellings that mm -hmm. you can hike out to, but the, it's on a back road. And we were in a, um, what was it like a forerunner? A yeah, Toyota forerunner. And Jim was like, Oh no, I, I think we'll be able to get there. And I was like, no, you're not going to get there in this with this many people in this car. And um, we got there and it, we got towards it and it started to be pretty sketch. And so then we had every place we tried to go, it was like, we couldn't get parking. And so we were all getting a little cranky and then we found par parking and Jim wasn't exactly sure where, cause Jim and I have never been able to get parking for Boynton can't Boynton pass ever. Um, and so we had tried to go there before. Well, Jim, so Jim parked and he was like, Oh, it's just like 200 yards up the road. I mean, and seriously, like 400 yards up the road, we're still walking trying to find this thing and cheryl's cheryl's stressed because she's walking on the road i'm mad because i think jim has lied to me and of course he didn't lie the truth is he didn't just didn't know and so we're kind of a little cranky and then my knee did something weird and we were going up and this this uh forest ranger was coming down and jim asked how far it was and he looked at cheryl and i i mean he looked at you know cheryl jim and i which are mm -hmm. you know four fat people and then there's uh, Ch uh, chad who you know has a bad back and is so kind of walking hunched over the only one of us that looks like we would even live through this walk is is uh cory because he's a kid you know he's not a kid mm -hmm. he's a young man but um and the ranger said to us he said now don't think that you're going to feel anything or it's going to do anything for you now. And he, he was like, and be very careful about, I, I can't even remember, but his, the, basically what he said to us was like, yeah, good luck with that folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as we got up there, all of that went away. And that was really the only day I think that we were cranky and we were just cranky because everything we tried to do just sort of had, you know, yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and but the end result, Karen, was so well worth it to me. Oh, it was yeah, my favorite place in the end. Yeah, it was it was incredible. Well, but yeah. the other thing is that that thing that you did there that I'm going to keep going up. You yes. also did at another vortex. Bell You're Rock. right, but that You're was. Right. Yeah, and at that one, I and so you would stop and you'd be like, "No, nah, I'm not going up any further." And then we, I mean, we wound up like way far up on this rock in the ice and snow yeah you're right we did i did do that on that rock too and so are you sure that wasn't vortex energy that was sort of pulling you up there too you probably you know what looking back it probably was it probably just wasn't as in my face as the boynton pass one yeah and so i didn't recognize it as such but yeah i do think so now that now that you bring that up yeah oh we wound up way the hell up there and then <laughs> coming down <laughs> We, oh, oh, it was I, coming down was what was scary because it was icy. Yeah. And icy yeah. and muddy in places. And yeah. Yeah. Rocky, yeah. Yep. Ooh. Exactly. So Chuck, yeah. do you have yes. any questions about Sedona? Uh, well, I, just, I, I, I did a little back checking history like I always do, you know, so I have my notes. Yeah. In place. So I saw that I, I, I did see that there are actually, I guess, eight vortexes that they talk about four mm -hmm. that are the main ones and then the ones that are yes. lesser so yes did you guys hit all of those did you hit like airport belt rock all that did you get we did uh so read them off we'll tell you all right airport mesa yes we did that one of course bell rock yes you were just talking about boynton so um yes. why do they have bell rock twice that's really weird okay oh. um they had it twice and they have chapel of the holy cross yes red rock crossing 
No, that was the one that uh, we couldn't get to. You have to take a uh, shuttle to get to it. Oh, okay. And then um, I can't even pronounce this one. Chanel Billy Hill. Chanelly Hill. Uh, Jim and I have been up to that one, but Cheryl and Chad could not because we did not have a Jeep Wrangler. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. All right. And then, <laughs> and then West Fork Trail was the other one they they talked about. So I have been up to that one because we went up in a Jeep. Okay, but no. we didn't take that. What about the seven pools, sacred pools? Seven uh, sacred pools is a sacred indigenous site. I believe it has okay. vortexy energy. It's not a recognized vortex there, but I believe it has incredible energy. Yeah, yeah we went there. It was really beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Now all, all these vortexes, I know that basically a vortex is a swirling, uh, you know, swirling energy that comes from the earth um, or geomagnetic energy. But does it? It, are, do they all feel different? Like you've you've been there enough, Karen. Do they all have different mm -hmm. properties to them? Because I mean, that's what I'm. That's yes. what I've been, I was I was reading about them, and some feel different than others. Now you being yes. a psychic. Now you being a psychic. What did it feel like to you? Some of these, just a few, to kind of show us uh, like maybe a comparison. Well, so the Chapel of Holy Cross, um, and Cheryl's already heard this story, so, you know, uh, and I've probably told it on this show as well. So the Chapel of Holy Cross was the very first vortex I visited in Sedona. We were had gone to stay in Las Vegas, and I probably shouldn't have even gone on the trip. I was very, very ill. I had had a major blood loss event and um, was, like, needed a transfusion probably, but we had this trip planned. Right. And so I went and I could barely stand. Mm -hmm. um, I like at the airport, I had to pre-board the plane. I was that person because wow. I like even walking through the airport, I, I had to sit down every couple of feet because I just I had no blood. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was incredibly sick. So Jim, uh, the Chapel of the Holy Cross is up at the top of a hill and you can drive up to it, but there's usually no parking. And okay. then it, from the parking lot, you still have to walk up this ramp um, that's maybe 100 yards long um, up to the chapel. So Jim dropped me off at the top of the hill at the ramp, and he said, you just wait here, mm -hmm. and I'll go park the car, walk up, and then I'll help you up the hill. So um, I, while he was parking the car, I booked up that ramp, like booked up that ramp. Whoa. And, uh, no windedness my heart didn't hurt none of that i and so jim got up there and he was like where the hell is she and i was up at the top oh, i wow. felt great yeah so that was my very first um experience with sedona and with the sedona vortex mm -hmm. and so that was just pure i mean i felt great and for the rest of that trip mm -hmm. i felt fine I didn't feel fine, but I felt much better. I could mm -hmm. walk. I could do things. I stood out and watched the uh, fountains at, right. um, at uh, I can't remember, in Las Vegas, the fountains, the Bellagio. Oh, yeah. You know, um, mm -hmm. I walked up to Bryce Canyon, I, and so I was able to do things. Um, when really, uh, with as low of blood as I was, I probably shouldn't have even been at altitude, frankly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um and so, and that was, so I was much better, even though I arguably, I had no blood. There was no reason I, I did. I had some blood, obviously right. I was still alive, yeah. um, <laughs> yes. but, but I was, I was very, very ill, um, right. very, very weak. And so that was my first experience. And all that felt like was one minute I felt horrible and the next minute I was fine. So it felt like you were kind of healed for a little while anyways. There's healing properties to that energy. Yeah, yeah, physical Just healing. A... Um, our One of our friends who has gone to Sedona with us, mm -hmm. uh, he has he has very bad altitude issues. So he gets sick at altitude. Okay. And um, so they were meeting us in Sedona. I talked to his wife, and she was like, well, we're just going to chill here because he's not feeling well. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, he'll sort of start to adapt, but really we're not going to be able to do much for a day day or so. Mm -hmm. And so Jim and I were like, okay, well, we're at Bell Rock. Um, if you guys decide to come out, she was like, oh, well, don't count on it. I think we're, we're probably going to stay here until he feels better. Mm -hmm. And so as Jim and I are coming down from Bell Rock, there they are walking up Bell Rock. 
And he walked like Cheryl did. He just kept going up higher and higher and higher. And he didn't have any altitude issues in Sedona the whole time he was there, even though he usually wow. has altitude issues at that altitude. And he's been there twice and not had altitude issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so, crazy. So um, what does Bell Rock feel like to me? Yeah. But is it the same? Hmm. Did you get the same kind of feeling as? Bell Rock feels just it. I just feel good there. I feel peaceful. Mm -hmm. I feel like I go there and it just, it's like no matter what's going on, I feel reset. Gotcha. Um, okay. And it just feels, it, it feels like I can do things physically there that normally I wouldn't necessarily be as inclined to do. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, which Cheryl also experienced, right? Mm -hmm. Because she yes. kept going up and up yeah. and up. And she kept saying, no, I'm done. I'm not going any higher. And I was kind of hanging with Cheryl. And then we'd both go higher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, airport vortex feels swirly to me. But hey, Jim, you went up to the top of airport vortex. Will you come tell Chuck what you felt? You have to come close to the microphone. Here he comes. Jim, hi, Jim Frazier, everyone. Wait, he can't hear you because I have headphones on. Oh, what's say up? hi. Hey, everybody. Okay, um, what did you feel at Bell Rock? At, at, you mean at the airport? At airport, sorry. Um, yeah. It almost felt like having wings. You just feel like you can fly. It's, wow. I don't know. It just pulls. It, like, pulls you upwards. Okay. I don't know how else to describe it. That's good. Cool. Yeah. Um, I have really bad chest pain. Yes. Anytime I exert myself even the slightest little bit, I've got a pretty major blockage in my uh, the, the artery they call the Widowmaker. Mm -hmm. And Sedona is the only place that I've found where I don't feel chest pain. I will actually get winded before I feel pain. It's the, I mean, it's the only place I've felt that. Don't That's know how else to describe it. That's yeah, crazy. There you go. Thank wow. you. Thanks, Jim. Um, and so uh, at Boynton, um, it was a combination of feeling really good and almost feeling like um, a little stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Getting high on the vortex. Nice. Little high, little stone, little yeah. swirly. Okay. Um, the one um, that we got to in the Jeep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it felt like swirly okay and the one up schneidley hill road i know i've been up to it but i don't remember mm -hmm. what jim we didn't oh we didn't get all the way up there that's why did we didn't we drive past it when we went all the way up to the forest yeah, oh we didn't hike to it so we just okay. we got close yeah yeah so so different things um mm -hmm. and like at mount shasta mount shasta feels um because that's a vortex. Mount Shasta feels to me um, like I've had a really good meditation. Okay. Yeah, because I've heard a lot of people do that there. They go meditate there and, you know, yeah. commune with Earth. So Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So I wonder how yes. it would be to connect to spirit while you're there. Like to connect to, uh, you know. Like to dead people or to yeah, well, yeah, I would say dead people or yeah, people to guides or things like that. Yeah, either, either, either or. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's it's you know I've done it there and I've done it here and um, I haven't really noticed a difference with that, but I'm not there to really try to do that, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just wondered if, the, if I just was curious enough you know, that energy would, you know, amp up your third eye enough to where you are more attuned or connect to them a little more. I, I, I think it can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What I will say is that what, what I typically feel. So when I, we go on our road trips and we go to Sedona and, and really beautiful places and we go to a lot of places that have this really powerful vortex energy. Um, I just, for me, it's like what it might be for other people who are religious who go to a really uplifting service, church service, okay. right? Mm -hmm. Which is yeah. why I say nature is my church. So it's, I just feel, it's like a reset. I just feel, ah. Nice. Well, that's yeah. nice then. That's cool. Yeah. 
Well, one of these days, I guess I'll have to get there then so I can check this all out. Yes, I really think that you need to get your bottom on an airplane and, you know. <laughs> last time I got my, Sedona. The last time I got my bottom on an airplane, Karen, you didn't tell me it was going to come down like G-Force. Well, Chuck, I mean, I it's, I know. it's I know. flying into Portland is, oh um, it's an abrupt landing, but I've actually had way worse, more abrupt landings. Portland is just kind of, you know, I'm used to that one. So, oh, God. Yeah. I, fly I into San Diego. That airport's a real trip, too. Woo. Is it really? Yeah. No, I, felt oh, like yeah. I, I felt like I was, I should have wore a diaper when I was there coming down. I'm like, because <laughs> I'm looking around and I'm like, all these people are like, duh, 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 like it's nothing. And I'm like, literally, I couldn't have gripped the seats any tighter. You know, and I felt like, <laughs> like this, you know, like if you're in a plane, like an F1 fighter, you know, and you got that G force going and then it hits the ground and you hear, and then you stop. Okay. We've landed in Portland. I'm like, Oh my God. I think I just defecated everywhere. <laughs> he was, he was a little subdued when he came up to me in the airport. I was like, well, this isn't the big energetic Chuck I expected, but you, you got it back real fast, yeah, but yeah, I you did. were a little subdued when, uh, we, little... when we met yet baggage claim. <laughs> yeah. I was freaked out. Cause I go, Karen, why didn't you tell me it was like that? You go, cause you wouldn't have come. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, okay. I see what's going on here. That yeah. sounds like something I'd say. That's yeah. True. That's exactly what you said. I'll never forget it, but it was funny, but yeah, we had a good trip after, after that. That was yeah. awesome. Fun, fun, and fun. We went to the ocean and the oh, ocean I to loved me it. has kind of that energy too. Right. I, I missed that. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Especially like when you took me, remember you guys took me the night, uh, before I left, uh, when we were taking you to the airport, yeah, yeah we we're like, like in between that apartment, two o'clock in the morning or yeah. something. I didn't yeah. want to leave. I just wanted to stay. Yes, I know. I wanted <sighs> you to stay too. It was, uh, it was really, really cool. It was, it was fun to have you out here, and we took you all sorts of places to do things. I didn't know. drive you across any bridges, though. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I know when we got to. Uh, What's the town um, where the Goonies is? What's the name of the town again? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm the brain fart. Uh, yeah, there was like that really bridge, this really long bridge. You're like, we're not going to go oh, over Oh, no, that's there. Astoria. Thank yeah. you. You're like, we're not going to go over that. I'm like, thank you so much. Because I was like, we're <laughs> the crap in my pants again. <laughs> I go over that bridge all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. See, now I just have to visit Cheryl and Chad, though, because I've never seen them up close either. So. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, we need to, we need to get to a place where we can all meet Yes, and so. sort of all be, it's, you know, kind of central. Yes. Like Waverly. Well, well you know, we <laughs> are going to go Bigfoot hunting this fall, Chuck E.G. Where are you going Bigfoot hunting, Cheryl? <laughs> well, I want to say North Carolina. North, is oh. that right, Karen? I don't know. I feel like it might be North Carolina. I'm, sure, North Carolina. I'm a little slow on the details. I just know we're people, going people do all these plans, and I show yeah. up. Um, and you know, I'm going to be in. Um, Jim and I are flying out to New York in July, and one of the things we hope we're going to do is drive to North Carolina and spend a night in the most amazing hotel, the Omni Grove Park Inn in which city was it in? Asheville. Asheville. Um, that has, of course, a little Carolina. ghost story and stuff and meet Cheryl and Chad there. Oh. Yeah. So. Look at that. You know, just got to get the time <laughs> off. I know. Well, I got a better job now, so that, that won't be as hard. But, you know, I got I don't have my first year in yet. You know, uh, I think in May is my first year in. Well, see, but so, we're yeah. not even going to do that till July. <laughs> nice the way you put that in there, Karen. Very nice. That's Sandwiches all I'm in saying. Uh -huh. You okay. know, now that I come out in that direction more frequently, and unfortunately, you live in a flyover state. Well, you know, they do they do land here, you know. Planes do land here. I, have, I know. I have flown into Chicago before. <laughs> it's true. Well, Jim, actually, when we were looking at this trip that we're going to take, because I'm going out to um, actually uh, the Omega Center in Rhinebeck, New York, I'm teaching um, at a Reiki conference out there. Uh -huh. And um, then we're going to rent a car and road trip. And one of the things he said is, well, we could go east or we could go west and we could go to chicago 
Oh, I mean, that'd be great, but I've been to Chicago and I mean, I'd love to see you, but I really want to go east and go to like Rhode Island and um, Maine and Vermont and New Hampshire and these places that I haven't visited because as Cheryl knows, one of my goals is to step foot in all 50 states. Gotcha. Before I die. So see, see, oh, look, I do have aspirations. Thank God. See, there you go. Well, Cheryl, Cheryl, have you been to Chicago before? Yeah, I have. I went to Dang it. Yeah, can you believe it? It was quite a while ago. Um, I went to Chicago because a magazine I was writing for paid me to go and eat at this fancy restaurant and write an article about their their cuisine. Oh, nice. Well, I I did have I had did I did have Clarissa Vasquez come out and visit me out here. Oh, see, yeah, she was out here at Westwood Cemetery. It was was fun. It was cool. I like yeah. Chicago, but if you're yeah. going to take me to a cemetery, nah, I'm into those. <laughs> well, I won't take it to a cemetery. I'll take you wherever you want to go. <laughs> Just come out here. Well, I mean, look, if Jim gets in another work stand, the last time Jim had a work stand where he couldn't go anywhere or do anything, I flew to see Cheryl and Chad. So maybe Cheryl and I can ditch Jim and Chad, and we can Ooh. she can fly up from Tennessee, and I can fly out from Seattle. That'd be awesome. <gasps> and you can hang out with you guys. That'd be Ooh. awesome. I think that would be cool. Get the that game together. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Schedule it. <laughs> schedule it. <laughs> Get it on the schedule. I mean, you know, it's only fair. The last time you flew out here and I did I did not warn you about landing yes. in Portland. Yeah. Hey, I was, proud, I was proud of myself. That was a four-hour flight, and I hate flying, and I've never been in a plane in forever. And I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm just going to do it. Oh, whew. That, was a, that was definitely something, I'll tell you. I have, I have for flying. So this is, I'm about to make myself sound very spoiled and I apologize for that. Uh, but in this way I am, I have made flying for us. I have spent as much money as is required to get us through an airport, like a hot knife through butter. So we are TSA pre-screened wow. and we have clear. So when we go into an airport, I they we go up to a clear station. They scan my eyeball or my fingerprints. Mm-hmm. They say, "Yep, you are who you say you are." They walk mm-hmm. me to the front of the TSA pre-screen thing mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I get through and get right through. Plus, we do like uh, priority flights and things. So we typically get through the except for on the twenty-second when it was a nightmare. Um, yeah. But you we you get much faster. You you have your own line if you fly first class. So you have your own line to go check luggage and things. Wow. And it's just a whole different experience than um than the, yeah, than trudging through like we do. Then yeah. when yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So I've I've gotten a little spoiled that way. Um mm-hmm. I've traveled that way the last few times I've traveled, and I just can't imagine ever going back. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you either. Well, there you go. Yeah. So you guys could you could ditch people out and come visit me. There you go. I think that's a good plan. <laughs> I think it's a really good plan. Well, the reason I was able to go to Cheryl's in um well, I had a thing. I was supposed to have a thing at the Edgar Casey Center, which then got canceled. It got COVID canceled. But All I right. still kept my plans to go see Cheryl and and Chad. Mm-hmm. And but the reason that I was really able to go and spend that amount of time with them is because Jim was um, Jim's company or Jim's plant was doing this whole thing where they were taking apart the plant and putting it back together and fixing things. And nobody was allowed to take vacation. I, he just, all he did was worked for like weeks, like six weeks or something. And so, uh, you know, I had some time on my hands. Gotcha. All right. Well, just saying. Yep. Yep. Well, there you go. You never know what's going to happen. So, do you have other questions about Sedun? No, I've i pretty much no, I'm covered on it. I get it. I think okay. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Grand Canyon is kind of vortexy too. Yeah, really. Um, I do. I feel like it's it's kind of vortexy too. It. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a theory hmm. about what causes vortex energy. All right. Well, you, and, what's your theory? Um, and because I've experienced similar energy in a lot of places that have similar physical characteristics. Okay. So I believe what it is, is that there are rocks arranged in a bowl formation. 
So there's rocks in a round formation. And as we mm -hmm. know, rock has a lot of energetic properties. Correct. And I think that round formation allows the energy to gather there. Okay. Gotcha. So that would make sense for the Grand Canyon. That would make sense for Bryce Canyon. Um, mm -hmm. Although Bryce Canyon also has these uh, things called hoodoos. Mm -hmm. um, and the hoodoos, I think, have their own energy. Um, they're formed. I can't even remember how they're formed. I would have to look mm -hmm. it up again. Uh, but, and then, so we've been a lot of places like that Grand Canyon, Bryce Canyon, Red Rocks in Colorado, um, which is a natural Red Rock amphitheater, mm -hmm. which is round, again, a bowl shape of Red Rocks. This place that we went the, the, up in Vancouver Island, um, right. that was a sacred indigenous site. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a sacred indigenous site with a lot of, uh, petroglyphs. It's called Petroglyphs Park up mm -hmm. in Nanaimo. Um, okay. and, but there are also huge boulders arranged in a circular formation. Mm -hmm. um, Mount Shasta, now that's different. Um, that's from the mountain. Uh, and it's just the mountain has this energy. But when you drive up the mountain, you notice there's kind of mountainous stuff all around as right. well. Um, in the caldera at Lassen um, National Park in Eastern California, it has, again, that round, lots of rocks, because the caldera is, uh, like, where the lava out of a volcano when it blows. <laughs> so it's a round, circular rock. There. Is it a scientific sound? <laughs> I think it might be, yes. When, when the volcano farts and puts out this, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, and I think it's different. I think that there are different things that can cause that energy. Yeah. Um, for instance, the motion of the waves and the ions from salt water at the ocean mm -hmm. um, and the sound, that's a different kind of energy, right? Right, yeah. Um, but it's still mm -hmm. an energy. But right. I, I do think that a lot of places that have this, and I felt that same kind of energy, I mean, probably not surprising when I was in Virginia Beach at the Atlantic Ocean, right? right. So very similar. So I think that there are things that, that amp up the energy. Sure. Well, you, we always know that, you know, when it comes to like you investigating, yeah, you have certain kinds of rock, certain kinds of wood, uh, flowing water is definitely one of them. And if you're talking the Grand yeah. Canyon, I mean, that's as, that's as much as flowing, uh, you know, forceful water as you got. So, I mean, it's got to have some, uh, a, a jolt to it with all that going on. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, and there's just like, I, there are so many places that I've been that have, and I also just think that natural untouched places mm -hmm. um, where, where people are protect the land as in our national parks. Right. Um, there's an energy there because there's, and people feel good there. People mm -hmm. are noticing the beauty of nature. They're usually on vacation. So they're, you know, not stuck in all of the life crap. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, and, and so I think a lot of that just, I think nature is really beautiful. Like we went to, on our last road trip, we went to both the Redwoods and, um, Sequoia national mm -hmm. parks mm -hmm. and the huge trees, there's energy there. And that energy oh, yeah. comes from these ancient beings, mm -hmm. these huge ancient beings. And so for me, anything in nature has an energy. Sure. And, um, you know, and it, it's not just like an energy vibration, but it's also there's natural beauty and the sounds of nature and the, the air is fresher and, you know, mm -hmm. all of those things. Yeah, so I, I think that all of those things contribute. Yep, I agree 100%. What do you think, Cheryl? Yeah, Cheryl. Yeah, absolutely. Um, trees, I love trees. They've always given me this this energy, this, this sense of peace and energy at the same time, if that even makes sense. But yep. since I was a young kid, I've, I've always been into trees, <laughs> which is weird. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I love trees. I've been to Sequoia. We've camped there. You know, we've seen the, the giant redwoods. It's just, I, I mean, put me in a forest and I'll be happy as long as there's no bears. <laughs> you know when we were at, when we were at Sequoia, Cheryl, a bear walked out of the woods and sat in front of our car, and it just sat there. 
Oh and dear Lord. We were stopped, stopped on the, in the middle of the road and we were like, well, why is this bear sitting there? And then it's little cub came wandering out. And as soon as it came out, okay. the bear got up and wandered off with the cub following. Oh, so, that's um, but also other natural places like Yosemite natural national park, yeah. huge energy. Yeah. And it sees massive mm -hmm. rock formations. Um, Zion national park, huge energy, massive monolithic rocks. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so I think that that naturey stuff has yeah. a way of doing a little something. And even Cheryl at like Gettysburg, right? Yeah. Um, if you look at where the area is, where the most energy is, is kind of between Devil, Devil's Den and, and Little Round Top. Yeah. Right? Yes. And what is it there? There's two hillsides of rock kind of up with mm -hmm. this divot in between now there's yeah, other right. energy happening at gettysburg let's oh, yeah. be honest <laughs> yeah. but, but everywhere everywhere but in that one spot that seems to be a really concentrated Powerful. area of activity between these two places and yeah. it's almost like in this little bowl yeah mm -hmm. well both you and chad at different times had psychic encounters there Yes. Very powerful. So, yes. um, yeah, very strong there. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, uh, nature is my church. Um, I like Cheryl. I love trees. You should have noticed that, Cheryl. Did you see how many tree pictures I was taking? I yes. take a lot of pictures of trees. <laughs> yes. It's I, a little obsessive. If you if you are my Facebook friend um, on my Facebook page, you will know <laughs> that there are massive amounts of trees. Uh, photos of trees and even on like my Instagram I have a lot I post a lot of pictures of trees I love mm -hmm. trees I have a tree in Sedona that is my tree Cheryl netted <laughs> yeah Cheryl got to meet my tree it's at the seven sacred, at the so seven nice. sacred pools <laughs> <laughs> oh also I wanted to quick mention because I know we got to wrap up but we did do one paranormal experiment in Sedona. Oh shoot! Yeah. What? what, what? Yes. Can, can you summarize, or do you have to say that for another? Yeah, show? I'm gonna let you summarize this one since you kind of led the experiment. So it's we did the CE5 protocol. Okay. No, CE Close Encounter Five protocol. Yeah, the CE Stephen Greer. Okay. And it is a trying to, and I, this is the second time that I've tried to do this in in Sedona. Um, because I've seen it have results, but it not for us, okay. but you, uh, it's, it's an app, um, and you can download a CE5 app. You can do it anywhere. And as a matter of fact, I've tried to do it on my front porch before, but then I got too hot because it was sunny out. So I came inside. I think basically <laughs> I lack the patience to get all the way through it is, is the bottom line. Okay. Um, but there's this protocol that you follow and you play tones um, and okay. then you do this meditation where, and when you're in a, a, a state of mind, you do this visualization where you zoom out into the universe until you meet the first, the first, uh, alien ship that you can find. And you essentially, in, you telegraph your peaceful intentions and you ask them to come visit you. And then you visualize, uh, coming back so that they can see where you are. And then you sit and wait for them to show up. And, really? um, yeah, so that show with uh, the Ghost Brothers and Jack Osborne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, uh, was it Fright? Uh, I know what you're talking about, where they watch Fright all Club. the different. Yeah, that's Fright it. Club. That's, yeah, that's it. it. I would not have been able to pull that out. Um, they actually have some, some of the videos they show are of people who do this protocol and, and their videos of the things that have appeared to them. And you call and and you say it's CE5. Is that what you're saying? CE5, I think it's the app. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's a paid app. So it's like eight or nine dollars. Um, right. it's not terribly expensive. I feel like it works better in groups. Um, mm -hmm. but you need a group that is super patient. And I don't know. We I think I was tired. Didn't I have to work the next day or so? I don't remember, but we didn't yeah, we had to very, leave the next day. Yeah. Oh, we had to leave. Oh, we didn't do very well at it. We gave up no. pretty quickly. Um, we were inside too. And we were inside because it was cold. Yeah, yeah. it was okay. cold. Yeah. And the first time we tried to do it in Sedona with uh, our friends Jason and Carolyn, we were sitting out in the backyard. But as we're trying to do it, there was a bobcat on the other side of the fence and it was like, Wah! 
at us every 30 seconds because <laughs> we were sitting by its water source and it wanted us to go inside so it could come. <laughs> it was thirsty. Uh, yes. I thought, I thought the experiment okay. was really intriguing and I want to try it again in ideal circumstances. Yes. When it's not freezing cold out, when we've yeah. all had a good meditation to start, when we yes. can play our tones outside without worrying about upsetting the neighbors. Because we were in kind mm -hmm. of a ritzy neighborhood. And we didn't want to, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, and all of those things. Yes, I would too. I think we what we need to do is I think we need to try it in Mount Shasta. Ooh, perfect. Yeah. I'm going to have to yeah. check this out. I'm going to look into this. Yeah, let me look and make sure that's what it is. But I think it's CE5. Okay. Steven Greer. CE5. Well, that'd be cool if you could actually connect to, that would be kind of cool. Connect to. Yeah, it's the CE5. CE5. Okay. okay and gotcha. um, also, if you want to learn more about it, he mm -hmm. is a, um, there are several documentaries uh, about like his work and the things that he's discovered and these processes and these experiments. Um, I believe one is called like disclosure. It's on Gaia though. Um, and contact I think is one there's, mm -hmm. there's several of them. Okay. And let me see. Now I have to put it in Stephen Greer documentary. So the first one I think was no way. Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Steve. I'm looking on his IMDb. Steven with a V. Okay. And he's like a, I don't know. He's like a, I can't remember if he's a medical doctor or a physicist or something. Um, okay. Unacknowledged was the first one. It came out in 2017. Wow. That goes ways back then. Yeah. And it was, I watched it on something. You can stream it. I don't remember where I streamed it, but I streamed it on something when I was, you know, sitting at home one day. And I was like, I want to watch some cool documentaries. And then that's when I downloaded this um, yeah. app and started trying to do this. Okay. Well, I'm going to try it out. Awesome. Yeah. You All should. Right. I'm going to. Okay. 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 Let me know what happens. We're going to keep trying this. I will. Okay, Cheryl, you guys can do it in Tennessee. Yep, I want to. There you Download go. the app. Okay. Right. You have a nice little backyard in which you can do it. Yes. Yep. All right. Sure. All right, well, that's it. Happy New Year. We have guests not planned yet, but we've discussed who we want to have on. We are very lackadaisical about the planning of our podcast. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we go with the flow. Come on. Yeah, we, we go, go with, with the, the flow. flow. I would yeah. like to pretend that we are super on the ball, but we don't know who our next guest will be. We'll get somebody. Yeah. Somebody will yeah, come talk to us. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be, totally, it'll totally be good. swell. Oh, I do what? have one thing I want to say. I have a new book out. Oh, nice. which one is which one is this one, Karen? Oh shoot! I just yeah, I just Cheryl just remembered something. Oh um, crap! I'm it's okay. Just send there. it to me when you get a chance. Oh, just send it okay. to me when you get a chance. So sorry. Um, it is called Angel Numbers for Beginners, Ooh. and it is part it's like a uh, instruction book, like how to how mm -hmm. to recognize them and things like that. And it okay. actually teaches you to decode them versus looking them up Ooh, okay uh, right need, and I'm then need, it's I'm also part that. journal so that you can start to recognize the patterns and do your own work for decoding it's about empowering you to recognize the messages that the universe sends you they're called angel numbers yeah but it's really messages and support and love from the universe right yeah. Um, but I called them by the name that most people call them. So it's the things like 11, 11 and 12, Yeah. And things like that. But, but my feeling when I was working on this book was that there, you can go any place and look up numbers, right? Right. You can look up two, one, two and see what it means. And right. that's fine. And I think that that's very helpful. But mm -hmm. when you have these patterns occurring in your life, wouldn't it be better if you actually understood how to decode them so that yes. you didn't have to look them up? Yes. Yes. I agree. All right. Well, That's I'm what this, book. this does. Oh, I need this book. You need this book. It's I need Angel this Angel Numbers. Book. 
Angel Numbers <laughs> for Beginners. And by uh, the way, if you yeah. read it and it helps you out, please go on Amazon and leave a review. Okay. Will do. Thanks. No all right. That's all I got. I'm going to be on William Becker's show this weekend. Oh, nice. Oh, fun. I didn't even know William had a show. Yeah, he does. Cool. Yeah, well, we should fun. reciprocate. And, and I was on somebody's show yesterday. And, um, oh, gosh. You forgot it's gone the from name. my. Uh, <laughs> you're so busy. You're so busy, Karen. You can't even remember whose show you were on yesterday. Wow. Well, and you know what's really funny is I'm. This is the middle of the three months I'm supposed to be taking off. I still oh. have until like February fifteenth. Wow. So I'm I'm doing a great job of taking time off. <laughs> well, there you go. As I usually do. Yes. Anyway, that's all I got. Anything new from you guys before we go? Um, I got, uh, I have a TikTok channel now. <gasps> up to 1,200 viewers so far. I do oh, live, God. I do a live show for every Friday from uh, 9 to 10. And it's either paranormal, metaphysical, life coaching, motivational, whatever. This week will be Haunted Dolls. So it's going to be fun. It called? It's called the Chucky G channel. Nice and simple. Oh my God. You go Chucky G yeah. channel on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, but you just go to at Chucky G nineteen sixty and you can find it. Plus, I'm doing a bunch of YouTube stuff still, trying to build that up, as well as I have investigations flying at me left and right. Man, I got like three or four of them. I the one I'm really excited about. We're doing a tavern next week, uh, but we're also I'm excited that we're doing this home that's from the 1830s in yeah. Ottawa. That a friend of mine, she's a practicing witch. She's been doing it like I don't know a long time, sixty years maybe, and uh, the home is just full of activity but good activity and when you walk in she has like she adopts any kind of haunted items and like you know she has like 50 to 100 dolls in there uh they got haunted books she makes grimoires she makes all sorts of stuff so th that one's going to be an interesting and we're going to shoot live on tiktok and for youtube on that one so yeah we got a lot of stuff cool. going on right now yeah mm -hmm. i have neither the tick nor the talk so <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it, I like it. It's a, it's, it's different. It's new. Um, yeah. And then the live stuff's really fun. So, and you know, I have, you know, people can subscribe and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it, it's going to be fun. I have been told I should do that, do it. I just, yeah. you know, in my spare time. So yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cheryl, do you have anything new? We've got a little magazine called paranormal underground magazine. I've you... heard of it. I've heard of it. Mm -hmm. um, if you want a free copy, just email me at paranormalunderground at live.com and just say you want to check it out. I'd be happy to send you a PDF. Um, and uh, we're currently working on the January issue. Uh, I had to take a couple weeks off to get better because I had a little cold, but now we're back at it and excited for our next issue. Nice. I've been, you know, I've been promote, pro, oh God, I can't even talk, promoting that on TikTok as well. <gasps> Thank you so uh, much. Yeah, I've been putting, awesome. yeah, I've been putting out there and just say use Chucky G like we did for like the fair and stuff. So yeah. you let me know if people okay. start to come through with it. So we're just, I, I just started, that. I just started last awesome. week with the show. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Why are you not promoting me, Chucky G? I could promote you too, Karen. You playing fav play favorites? Karen, Karen F. <laughs> playing favorites? <laughs> hey, I'm not your partner in crime, man. What's the big deal? <laughs> You're my pal. I'm I know. Pal. Yes, I'll put your name out there. Hell yeah, I will. Nice. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's cool. All right, y'all. That's it. We did it. We actually got off our high knees. Well, actually, we're probably all sitting down, let's be honest. And yes, did a show. Yes, we're on our high knees. We we're sitting down right now. <laughs> yes, we are. I'm pretty comfy, you know, except that my headphones are kind of squeezing my ears a bit. Yeah, I hate when that happens. But you know, life, right? All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Mindful Mystics. Look at me getting it twice in nice. the same show. Thank you. Uh, we will be back with something else on our next episode. Whenever Way to that sell is. it, Karen. Way to thank sell you. It. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think I did a good job. You guys have a really great month, week, six weeks, you know, whatever it is until we get together again. Okay. You too. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.